You're listening to a podcast from Victory Alabang. We play a pivotal role in reaching the next generation. Find out in this message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. Sa oras na ito, tayo po ay uh, dadako ngayon sa atin pong series. Inak, ibig sabihin po, Every Nation in Action. Pinag-aaralan po natin ang Book of Acts, kung ano po mga nangyari sa early church, at tinitingnan din natin yung ginagawa po natin ngayon. And uh, we are really observing that what they were doing in the past, in the early church, is also what we are doing here. Iba lang yung context, magkaiba ng kultura, at magkaiba ng lugar at panahon. Okay. So, first week po ay napag-aralan natin about uh, church. Okay? And we know si Lord ang, uh, ang nagtayo ng kanyang church, Victory, every nation, is just a local church. Part po tayong universal body of our Lord Jesus Christ. And, and as a church, we align ourselves to the move of the Holy Spirit since then in the early church when the Holy Spirit was poured out hanggang sa ating panahon. Mapapansin po ninyo ang Book of Acts e open-ended. Ibig sabihin, the work of the Holy Spirit is still continuing up to today. At nung pangalawang week, pinag-usapan natin about compassion. Okay? At uh, tulad ng napag-aralan natin, sabi ron, 75% of our population uh, are poor. 50% are young people. So we target young people who are poor. And kaya meron tayo tinatawag na real life because we believe that the future of our nation rests upon people who are educated. So meron tayong real life. Yun po yung version natin ng ating social responsibility. At ngayon pong araw na to, ay tayo po ay pag-aaralan natin is about campus. It's about actually the next generation. Okay. Na bago po yun, nais ko lang humunang magpakita sa inyo ng mga ilang larawan because we believe in the next generation, ito naman po yung sa aking pamilya, ito yung aking next generation. Okay. Yan. Yan po yung aking dalawang anak. Si Rina at saka si, si Trisha at saka si Rina. Si Trisha yung panganay, yung may hawak ng dolls, saka si Rina yung pangalawa. Yan. Yan. Ako huyan. <laughs> Just in case hindi niyo nakilala. Pero ano, kilala naman. Parang kahapon lang nga yan. Okay. okay. At ngayon po, yan na sila. Ito na sila, yung malalaki na. Okay? Yung anak ko pong uh, bunso, 18 years old. Yung sumunod po ay uh, 22 years old na siya by December. Okay? At yung pangatlo po, hindi ko po anak yan. Asawa ko po yan. Okay? Now, dalawa po yung aking anak. Okay? Ito po yung uh, aking panganay, si... Trish, okay? Si Trish po ay uh, tinuruan ko kung paano ang managinip. Obvious naman, dahil uh, sa balit pa lamang siya ay talaga tinuturuan ko na siya kung paano managinip. Okay? And she, sabi ko sa anak, when you dream, you dream big. Okay? At ito po siya noong uh, kanyang elementary days at graduate po siya two years ago sa CSB, College of St. Benil ng Human Resource Development. At Nagkuha po siya ng kanyang baccalaureate degree. Ito po yung postgraduate niya. Ito po siya nung nagtapos kasama niya yung mga classmate niya at saka yung professor niya. And ito naman po yung kanyang uh, involvement sa ministry. Siya po ay part ng prayer ministry ng 1pm when she was here in the Philippines. Dahil ngayon po siya ay nagtrabaho na sa Singapore. After working for a year here in the Philippines, siya po ay nasa Singapore at doon po siya nagtatrabaho as brand supervisor. So, Ang inclination po niya is business and corporate. But nevertheless, 
she, she is also passionate for the gospel and she is creating an impact sa kanyang mga kasamahan na nagtrabaho din sa lugar na yon. And ito naman po yung aking pangalawang anak. Yan. Si Rina. Si Rina po ay uh, siya, yung, siya yung bata yan. And ito po siya nung graduate siya sa ICA. International Christian Academy. And uh, siya po ay college na yun. Second year college na siya. Ito ay picture ng kanyang small group. Siya po ay naglilid ng discipleship group, ng small group. At katunayan, uh, 2012, ito po yon yung siya nanalo ng uh, discipleship award. Kaya siya po yung pinakamaraming na disciple ng mga kabataan na nadala sa Victory Weekend. Dito, this was 2012, dalawa lang mo sila nagkaroon ng award niyan, isang babae, isang lalaki, siya po yung babae. Okay? At nung a year ago, siya po ay pumasok sa San Beda at uh, siya po ay tumakbo sa Student Council. Siya inanalo kahit wala siyang partido. Siya lang yung kaisa isang kandidato na walang partido at yung nakikita niyong picture niya, yan yung nag-iisang poster niya. Okay? Yung mga kasama niya, maraming yung mga kalaban niya, maraming poster, yan po yung nag-iisang poster na ilagay pa doon sa pinakatuktok. Nevertheless, God has favored her at siya po ay nanalo sa Student Council. Siya po ay naging part ng Student Council in a way. Yung kanyang uh, battle cry is leadership is servanthood. At alam mo ninyo, nakakatuwa ito anak ko dahil kahit na siya ay second year college lang ngayon, ang mga nagpapakounsel sa kanya, mga third year, mga fourth year college. Kaya ako, ako yung nagtataka. Minsan nga, kinakounselan na rin niya ako. Okay. Ito po yung kanyang picture dito sa 2012. Nung una siyang mag-preach, okay, dito po sa youth service, at kasundan pa ho yan this year, ito, nag-preach din siya, and uh, she proclaimed the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, ito pong anak ko na to, ang medyo inclination niya, medyo ministry. Ang sipag kung mag-disciple, ang sipag mag-counsel, she would like to be with people, she would like to preach the word, she would like really to read the Bible. Siya po yung medyo inclined sa ministry. Yung isang anak ko medyo inclined sa business, sa corporate, but nevertheless, both of them are passionate for the gospel. Now, I thank God because of His grace. Dahil sa anak ko po na ito, pagamat siya isinilang, alam niyo naman yung testimony ko, no? siya may physical deformity. But that did not become a hindrance para hindi malumabas yung kanyang best potential. Because maliit pa lamang siya, tinutok sa siya mga classmate niya dahil may problem sa kanyang speech, may problem sa kanyang neck. But praise God dahil sa pagmamahal na pinakita namin sa kanya, sa tulong na rin ng ating mga ng ating youth pastor dito, si Pastor Edrey, si Pastor John Biron, at saka yung mga campus ministers ho natin, siya po ay nagdevelop yung kanyang confidence na magsalita sa harapan at mag-disciple po ng mga tao. Kaya ako po yung naniniwala sa future ng ating next generation. We always say that the hope of this nation lies on the hands of the youth. Pero kung mga kabataan natin, ang ahayaan nating mag-disciple ay ang mundo. I doubt kung magiging pag-asa nga sila ng ating bayan. But if we will allow, if we as parents will be the one to disciple our children in the fear of the Lord, doon lamang po magkakaroon ng pag-asa or doon lamang magiging pag-asa ng bayan ang ating pong mga kabataan. That's why here in Victory, part of our mission statement is we believe on the next generation by, sabi nito, to honor God by establishing Christ-centered, spirit-empowered, socially responsible churches 
and campus ministries in every nation. So, kaya natin reach out ang mga estudyante sa campus, it is because of our commitment to the next generation. They are the future of this nation if we are to really disciple them. Yan po topic natin sa oras na ito. Tumayo po tayong lahat at buksan po natin ang ating banalakasulatan sa Acts 16 verses 1 to 5. Paul came also to Derby and Lystra. A disciple was there named Timothy, the son of a Jewish woman who was a believer but his father was a Greek. He was well spoken of by the brothers at Lystra and Iconium. Paul wanted Timothy to accompany him, and he took him and circumcised him because of the Jews who were in those places. For they all knew that his father was a Greek. As they went on their way through the cities, they delivered to them for observance the decision that had been reached by the apostles and elders who were in Jerusalem. So the churches were strengthened in the faith, and they increased in numbers daily. Let's pray. Lord, samahan mo po kami sa oras na ito sa aming pong pag-aaral ng iyong mga salita. Pangunahan mo po kami. Guide us by the power of your Holy Spirit. And Lord, sa pakikinig namin ng iyong mensahe, may isa puso po namin ito at may sagawarin sa aming buhay. Salamat, Ama, sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Alam po natin ang buko pa ay sinulat ni Luke at naka-address ito kay Theophilus. Theophilus is not really a real person. Although some believe he is a real person, but Ibig sabihin si Theophilus is servant of God or beloved of God. Ibig sabihin, naka-address ito kahit kanino, naka-address ito lalo na sa mga mananampalataya for us to know what God has actually, what, what God is doing in the early church. Now, doon po sa binasa natin kanina, especially in verse 1, ang sabi po ron, Paul came also to Derby and to Lystra, a disciple was there named Timothy. Say, Timothy. The son of a Jewish woman who was a believer, but his father was a Greek. Alam natin ang gasol pumasok muna sa mga Hudyo. Sila yung mga unang nakakilala kay Jesus and eventually among the Greeks or among the Gentiles. Now, si Timothy po, kilala natin as a believer of the Lord. Dito po sa pasimula ng Acts 16, binanggit po yung kanyang pangalan na ang sinabi ron sa mayroong Jewish mother na mananampalataya. At ang pananaw po ng mga Bible scholars ay sumunod na naborn again yung tata, yung nanay mo, dahil the gospel came in first among the Jews. At pagkatapos po yung kanyang tatay because of the impact na na-create ng kanyang pamilya. Now, dito po sa may 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5, sabi dito ni Paul, I am reminded of your sincere faith. Sabi niyo faith. A faith that dwell first in your grandmother, Lois or Lois, and your mother Eunice. And now I am sure dwells in you as well. Now it only shows that the gospel is multi-generational. Ang ibig sabihin, sa buhay po ni Timothy, sa kanyang lahi, pinakita dito na yung kanyang lola ay born again. Okay? Isang tunay na mana ng palataya. And it was successfully passed on to Eunice. Sa so Eunice, yung kanyang nanay. At makikita naman natin si Eunice na ipasa ito kay Timothy. Dahil binabanggit din po ng salita ng Panginoon sa unang verse na binasa natin kanina na maganda ang reputasyon ng kanyang pamilya. Maganda ang mga tabi na sabi ng mga kapatiran patungkol sa buhay ni Timothy. At hindi katakata kayo dahil sila nga ay nanggaling sa isang kristyanong lahi. Now, 
Isa po itong matibay na katibayan na ang isang kabataan o sabi ni young person, magiging mainam ang pagdi-disciple sa kanya kung ito po ay nagsisimula sa loob ng pamilya. We as a church, we are committed to raise the next generation. Pero kayo pong mga magulang, kayo po ang katuwang namin. Sino po ang mga, mga magulang dito? Taas ang kamay. May anak kayong kabataan. Yes. Pakunti lang. Sige po. Yan. Yan. Okay. Okay, thank you. Sino po yung mga kabataan dito? Taas ang kamay. Sino yung hindi nyo alam kung kayo'y kabataan o kayo ay magulang? <laughs> we are committed to raise the next generation in the fear of God. However, we encourage all parents that you are part of this. The fact is, the starting point must be the house. Now, yung mga hindi ninyo alam kung kayo ay kabataan at kung kayo ay magulang, pero maaari naman sigurong may kakilala kayong mga kabataan. May kilala kayong yung pinsa ninyo, o pamangkin ninyo, o inaanak ninyo, o kung kayo naman po ay lolo, at lola na ay mayroong kayong apo. Tama ho ba? Dahil hindi naman kayo magiging lolo at lola kung wala kayong apo. Okay. Now, ito po ang challenge sa atin. Okay, maring kayo nagdi-disciple naman. Okay? You are a spiritual parent. You may not be you you may still be single, but you are a spiritual parent. Parents leaders, how do you bring out the best potential of the next generation? This is a challenge question for all of us. That's why our topic for today is how to raise our Timothy. Timothy is a picture of the next generation. Si Timothy isang larawan ng isang kabataan na dinisciple, kinoach, minentor up to such time na naging isang tunay na lingkod ng Diyos. Si Timothy po ay naging pastor ng siya'y pinagkatiwalaan ng church in Ephesus. Una po, is, first point is inspire, second is influence, and third is instill. Ano man pong ibig sabihin na ito? Pag-uusapan po natin yan. First is inspire, say inspire. Doon po sa binasa natin kanina, sabi natin kanina, the starting point must be the house. So yung mga magulang, lalo na mga Jewish mothers sa panahong yun, maaligagaho sila sa kanilang mga anak. Kasi nakakonsentrate po sila usually sa loob lang ng bahay. Kaya nung si Timothy ay tinawag ni Pablo na kanyang makasama, hindi humadlang yung nanay, hindi humadlang yung kanyang layong kanyang mga magulang. Kasi na-inculcate na rin sa kanilang kaisipan ang paglilingkod sa Panginoon at nailagay sa kanilang puso yung pagmamahal sa gospel ng ating Panginoon. And so, dito makikita natin sa verse 2, He was well spoken of by the brothers at Mistra and Iconium. Maganda ang status nitong si Timothy, maganda ang kanyang reputation dahil na rin sa kanyang pamilya. Ang encouragement, ang inspiration, ang motivation sa mga kabataan nagsisimula dapat sa loob ng bahay. Do you agree? Hindi po nagsisimula sa church. Nagsisimula po yan sa loob ng bahay. Dahil sa pagsilang yan, yan ay bahagi kagad ng isang pamilya. Now, paano ba natin mai-inspire yung ating mga anak? Ano ba ibig sabihin mo, pastor, sa salitang inspire? We need to inspire the next generation for them to reach their best potential. For them to believe on themselves. And it takes motivation, encouragement, and inspiration for them to reach that. Isa po sa paraan na ginawa ni Pablo ay narito po sa Philippians chapter 2 verse 19 to 22. Babasahin ko po sa inyo. 
I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon so that I too may be cheered by news of you. For I have no one like him who will be genuinely concerned for your welfare. Now, sumunan si Pablo sa mga taga-Pilipians. Okay? Binanggit niya yung pangalan ni Timothy. At dito, pinagmamalaki niya si Timothy. Sabi niya, I have no one like him. Mga magulang, ang isa pong paraan para ma-inspire niyo yung mga anak is, are you proud of your children? Pinagmamalaki niyo ba sila? Do you believe in your children? Parents, if you don't believe your children, who else will believe them? We are the first ones as parents, as mother and father, to believe our children. Dito po sa may verse 20, ang sabi rito, For they all seek their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. At itong sinabi ni Paul about Timothy. But you know Timothy's proven worth, how as a son with a father he has served with me in the gospel. He, Paul believed in Timothy's proven worth. May napatunayan si Timothy at nire-recognize ito ni Paul. Sa ating mga anak, we must learn how to recognize even a small accomplishment of our children. Huwag niyong i-highlight yung kanilang imperfections, i-highlight niyo kung ano yung magandang bagay na meron sila. Learn how to discover the strength of your children and the good things that they could possibly do and believe on them. And when you believe in your children, let them know that you believe in them. Minsan nahihirapan tayong mag-inspire ng ating mga anak at sabihin sa kanila, anak, kaya mo yan. Anak, naniniwala ako sa'yo. It's because nakafocus tayo doon sa mga imperfections nila. I don't want you to look at your children on who they are today, but I would like you to look at your children on who they would be in the future. Nothing is impossible with God. You cannot underestimate what God can possibly do in an ordinary person. Especially if you are a praying parents. Believe that your prayers would be answered. But sometimes we pray for our children, but our confession is different. Lord, pagpalaan mo yung aking mga anak, bigyan mo sila ng magandang kinabawasan, pero panakita yung mga anak, anak mo, anak, anak, bubo-bubo mo naman. Hirap na hirap na ako sa'yo, pinagtitiisan na lang kita. If you confess negative things on your children, how can they reach their best potential? There is power in your tongue. And the best way that you can bless your children is to speak life to them. Speak encouraging words, faith-filled words that would build them up. Don't crush their dreams. Misa may sinasabi, Dad, gusto ko pong maging doktor. Doktor? Eh, bababa ng grades mo pwede dito kung doktor. <laughs> Don't crush their dreams. Ni, huwag niyong lalaitin sila pagka mainit ang ulo niyo. Kaya pag mainit ang ulo niyo, huwag na muna kayong kumibo. Kasi you have the tendency to curse your children, your confession will be, what you confess is you possess. So, tayo po bilang mga magulang, we are the first ones who should believe our children. Let them know it and begin speak life to them. Anak, kaya mo yan. Misan na kami, nagdadrive, sinundo ko yung anak sa eskwelahan. Sabi niya, Dad, papagod ako. Sabi niya, okay, pahinga ka lang dyan. Sabi niya sa akin, Dad, pwede bang Second year college po siya. Sabi niya, Dad, pwede bang bilhin mo na lang ako ng kotse? <laughs> Isip-isip ko, tumanda na, sakala ako nagkaroon ng kotse. Sa isip ko lang po, tumanda na, sakala ako nagkaroon ng kotse. Samantalang ikaw, at your earliest, nagpapabili ka na ng kotse. But you know what I said? 
Well, first and foremost, you need to learn the responsibility of driving. Learn the responsibility of having a car. But if that is your faith, then pray ka kay Lord. Manampalataya ka, nabibigyan ka niya ng kotse. Now, even if my mind tells me it's not yet the right time for her to have her own car, but I won't say that because I don't like to crush the dream of my daughter. That's her faith, and I'm willing to support her for that faith. Kung hindi dumating yung kanyang kotse na sa second year college pa lang, it is to her own discovery. Amen. But I won't suppress and I won't crush the dream of my daughter. Hayaan niyo yung mga anak ninyo mangarap. Ang mahirap po, lumakian, walang pangarap. Maraming kabataan ngayon, hindi na alam kung anong pangarap. Ang pangarap na lang, lumuwag yung traffic sa EDSA. <laughs> Tulungan natin yung mga anak nating mangarap at kung sila'y mangangarap, mangarap sila ng malaki. Papasalamat niya ako, pangarap niya, magkakotse siya. Ay, kung sabihin niya, pangarap ko, magkaroon ko ng bisikleta. Ang baba naman ang pangarap mo, anak. Turuan natin silang mangarap. Why? We have a big, big God. Our God is bigger than the biggest dreamer we can ever dream of. So tayong mga magulang, tayo rin to inspire them. Anak, kaya mo yan. So susuportahan natin sila kung anumang endeavor na kung may mga setbacks sila, may mga failures sila, may mga discouragement sila. Imbis na tayo, sisihin natin sila, umupo tayo sa tabi nila. Anak, bahagi ng buhay yan. May planong maganda ang Diyos. Kaya niya pinayagan yung bagay na yan. Are you there? Misa ang tendency ng ibang mga magulang is, kasalanan mo kasi yan eh. Sinabi ko siya, tikas-tikas ng ulo mo, ayaw mo sumunod. Yeah? That's not mentoring, that's blaming. Ang mentoring is when you have time together, you sit down together and you talk then you are in a proper mood to impart something on your children. Hindi yung pag kami nagawa siyang mali, tutuktukan mo yung ulo niya at sesermonan mo nang sesermonan. That's not mentoring. Hindi po papasok sa isipan niya kahit magaganda pa yung sinasabi mo. Dahil ang tingin niya ron sermon, ang tingin niya ron paninisi. Hindi mentoring yun. It takes a lot of time to mentor our own children. We give time for someone that you value. If you value your children, you give time. Ayan po ba kayo? Inspire your children. Pag mayroong silang magandang accomplishment, congratulate ninyo. Dad, dad, nakareceive ako ng award do. Wow, congratulations. Huwag yung sabihin, ay naku, no, nung bata ako, mas marami pa dyan ng award na nakatanggap ko eh. Isang kinukumpara. And I've heard several stories na yung anak nag-honor, salutatorian, imbis na matuwa yung magulang, pinagalitan pa. Kasi siya, valediktorian daw, nung siya inag-aaral. Ako, valediktorian, salutatorian ka lang, nagmamalaki ka na. We have to rejoice with them, and if necessary, we have to cry with them as well. It's not only when they are joyful and celebrating that we join them, even when they are crying and they are in pain. Be careful with the words of our mouth because the wounds being created by words is even harder to heal than the wounds being created by the hands. We are there as parents to mentor them, to coach them, to support them, to be with them. If we would like them to be the best, let them know that you would like the best for them. Provide with them the best education possible. Hindi ko sinasabing dali nyo lang sa Lasal, Ateneo, UP, the best education possible, ibigay po ninyo sa kanila. Mangarap po kayang mataas para sa kanila. 
Huwag niyong tignan yung kasalukuyang sitwasyon ninyo. Ang isipin niyo kung paano magpuprovide sa inyo si Lord, kung paano niyo marireise yung inyong manak. Why? Because ang paarali ng anak at patapusin sila ay kalooban ng Diyos. And when you believe, you believe for something that is according to the will of God. Amen. So, mangarap kayo. Mangarap kayo para sa inyong manak at hayahan niyo rin silang mangarap. Ipagmalaki nyo sila. Ganito yung ginawa ni Paul. Sabi niya sa 1 Corinthians 4, 17, That is why I sent you, Timothy, my beloved and faithful child in the Lord. Pinagmamalaki ni Paul. Siya yung spiritual leader, in a way, spiritual parent ni Timothy. Maganda yung ground eh. Okay? Among everyone na pwedeng isama ni Paul, ang sinama niya si Timothy. At dun niya, Doon siya naging part ng maraming bagay sa buhay ni Paul. Pinagmamalaki niya si Timothy. Could you imagine kung yung si Timothy ay uutusan ni Paul, halimbawa to speak to a particular church, tapos siya sasabihin ni Paul, sige, sisend ko sa si Timothy, pero di ako sigurado sa kanya, pero pakinggan nyo na rin. Palagay ninyo, paano si Timothy, tatayo si Timothy ng may authority? Adyan po kayo. Paano kaya si Timothy? Ano magiging tingin sa Baba na rin tingin niya sa kanyang sarili. Mga magulang, makinig kayo dito. Kung paano ninyong tinitignan ng inyong mga anak, ganoon din nila titignan yung kanilang sarili. Kung ang tingin nyo sa inyong mga anak, talunan, at lalo na't sinasabi ninyo yan sa kanila, magiging talunan din ang tingin nila sa kanilang sarili. Pero kung kayo kumpiyansang kinakausap ang inyong mga anak and you are confessing life and blessing upon them, they have the confidence to go out there in the world with divine confidence in their heart because nakita nila yung kanilang sarili kung paano nyo silang tinitignan ng positibo. Let us look at our children the way God sees them as well. God could see potential in our children. Minsan, bulag lang tayo. Minsan, bata pa lang, makikita mo na, magmamanifest na eh. Kung ano yung, yung plano ng Panginoon sa bata eh. Yung kuya ko, nung bata pa siya, laging layas. Minsan, nagsusugal, lumalabas, bibentan dyaryo kasi mahirap lang kami Nagbibenta ng bibingka para may baon. Layas laging lumanas. Siyempre, laging napapagalitan. Alam niyo ba kung trabaho niya ngayon? nag the world because of his business. Talagang layas. Nakita niyo yung potential? Ako, nung bata ko, tahimik ko ako. Pagdating ng alas 6 ng gabi, sasabihin sa akin ng nanay ko, sige na, suot mo na yung pari mo. Bakit? Kasi nirunuan ko talaga paring suot, pantulog ko, pari. Ah, magpari ka na. Ah, gabi-gabi, sasabihin ko, magpari ka na. Ibig sabihin, ko rin pari. Yun, naging pastor ako. <laughs> hindi, pare, hindi pare. Okay. Maliit pa lamang, minsan nakikita natin makukulit yung mga, talagang normal luho sa bata ang makulit. Minsan may katigasan ng ulo, kaya nga nandun tayo bilang mga magulang. Pero wag natin silang tignan sa kanilang mga imperfections ngayon. Tignan natin yung kayang gawin ng Diyos sa kanilang buhay sa hinaharap. Amen? And by inspiring them, you are creating a strong ground to influence them. If you believe in their potential, if you believe in their capability, in your, their talents and giftings, maniniwala din sila sa kanilang sarili and the more reason that you can influence them. Sabi dito, Paul wanted Timothy to accompany him and took he took him. Anong ibig sabihin? Paul was actually creating a tremendous opportunity so that he could influ- influence Timothy. Isinama niya at the age of 16 to 18 nung sinama niya si Timothy. Dahil gusto pa ni Pablo, nakakita niya may potential itong bata na ito. 
So, sinama siya ni Paul dahil ang kanyang nasa isipan ay yung how to pass the baton to this man later on. Paano mo nga naman makikita without having faith in God? Hindi mo makikita yung potensya ng isang 16 to 18 years old that eventually would handle a church. Sinama ni Pablo ito because he would like to influence this boy, this teenager, by his conduct and by his belief. Isang bagay na nais kong i-share sa inyo dito sa my 1 Corinthians 4.17, yung pamamaraan ni Pablo. That is why I sent you, Timothy, my beloved and faithful child in the Lord, to remind you of my ways in Christ as I teach them everywhere in every church. Now, nagkaroon po ng problema sa Corinthian Church. Isa po sa mga problematic. Ang problema po nila, yung karakter ng mga Kristiyano doon. Bagamat highly gifted sila ng Holy Spirit, pero ang problema yung karakter. Ang sabi ni Paul, sumulat siya, ipinapadala ko sa inyo, sabi niya, my beloved and faithful child in the Lord. Sino yun? Si Timothy. Anong sabi? To remind you of my ways in Christ. Bakit ganun kakumpiyansa si Pablo na ipadala si Timothy para isaayos yung mga yung church ng Corinth? Para aregluhin yung mga pinuproblema ng mga Kristiyano doon. Ang sabi ni Paul, to remind you of my ways in Christ. Nariniwala si Pablo na nakapture ni Timothy yung pamamaraan ni Pablo. Kasi kasakasama niya lagi eh. In the second missionary journey of Paul, kasama niya si Timothy, marami silang church na pinuntahan. At na-influensya ng gusto ni Paul, si Timothy, sa kanyang pamamaraan. Paano makipag-usap sa tao? Paano mangaral sa salita ng Diyos? Paano mag-ayos ng mga nag-aaway na Kristiyano? Paano mag-ayos ng mga problema sa church? Nakita lahat yun at naobserbahan at nakita niya na yung sinasabi ni Pablo ay kapareho rin ng kanyang ginagawa. And yun po yung paraan para ma-influensahan natin ang mga kabataan na yung sinasabi natin ay kapareho din ng ginagawa natin. What we say and what we do are just on the same page. There is no duplicity. Kapag may sinabi tayo sa anak natin, nakikita ng mga anak natin, ginagawa din natin. Anak, magbasa ka ng Bible. Ang tanong doon, tayo huba ay nagbabasa ng Bible. Ang anak, gusto ko may sarili kang Biblia. Ikayo ho ba, may sarili kayong Biblia. Anak, gusto ko mag-pray ka. Tayo ba, nakikita nilang mag-pray. What you say and what you do must be the same. Anak, gusto ko, puta ka lagi sa church. Pagka-service, dumalo ka. Eh kayo, dad, uh, mag- laban ng Hinebra ngayon, hindi ako makakadalo. <laughs> and minsan, maling paparaan natin na Ginagamit pa natin minsan yung Biblia pamalo sa anak natin. Nakakita na pa yung magulang yung Biblia, pinantutuktok doon sa ulo ng kanyang anak. Kaya pag nakikita yung Biblia ng anak, matatakot na. Ah, ikaw, tikas-tikas ng ulo mo, ah, ikaw ang mag-pray ng pagkain mamaya bilang parusa. Yung prayer, ginagawa pang parusa. Naku, may back subject ka. Buti pa, dumalo ka sa victory. Lahat ng services doon daluhan mo. Ginawa mo pang parusa yung pagdalo sa church. Kaya ayaw niyang dumalo sa church. At yung dadalo sa church, naiisip niya yun parusa sa kanya dahil may back subject siya. Maging tama po yung mga bagay na i-highlight natin sa ating mga anak. Doon sa mga taong nagme-mentor din, nagme-mentor kayo, ganun din, same way. Because the principle of parenting and discipleship are just almost the same. Because as a discipler, you are also a spiritual mentor to your people. When you say to them, come on time, you also come on time para nakikita at na-observa nila yung buhay mo at sinasabi mo 
ay pareho. Now, bahagi ng sinabi ni Paul kay Timothy ito sa 1 Timothy 4.12, Let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers an example. Say example. In speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. So, kung paano si Pablo nagpakita ng magandang halimbawa kay Timothy, sinasabihan din ngayon ni Paul si Timothy na magigkaroon ka ng isang magandang halimbawa sa iyong pananalita, sa iyong pagkilos, sa iyong pag-ibig, sa iyong pananampalataya, at sa kabanalan. So, kinukommunicate lang ni Pablo yung mga bagay na ginagawa niya. Kaya, si Timothy, capture niyang lahat, na-absorb niyang lahat, kasi naniniwala siya eh. Alam niyo, ang credibility po ay napakahalaga. Ang trust and respect are both being earned. Tama? You cannot demand respect. Igalang mo ako. Ang tanong doon, kagalang-galang ka ba? Pagtiwalaan mo ko, ang tanong doon, katiwa-tiwala ka ba? Respect and trust are both being earned. So, paano mo mabibuild yung trust and confidence and respect of the one that you are discipling or your children? Is when you set an example in your conduct and belief. Tayo, common nga ako sa atin. Halimbawa, may nakatayo sa isang entablado. Sabi niya, I am an anti-corruption. Ipatutupad ko yan. Pero lahat ng kaso sa kanya, hindi magkamayaw sa katutak na corruption issue at puro demanda about corruption. Will you believe that person? Wala akong pinapatungkulan. General ho itong preaching ko. Wala akong binabanggit na pangalan. Kahit na sinong politiko, tumayo at sinabing, Against ako sa corruption, pero dami niyang corruption na demanda sa kanya. Paano mo paniniwalaan? Bakit walang credibility, hindi mo ginagalang, hindi mo pinagtitiwalaan? Kasi iba yung sinasabi niya sa kanyang ginagawa. Amen. I'm just providing an example. So same thing with us as parents, as discipler. Kinakailangan may consistency. Now, si Paul nakapag-influence kay Timothy in several ways. In many instances, dahil ang dami ho nilang church na pinuntahan, remember, 16 to 18 years old siya, nung pinagtiwala siya ng church, age 40 na siya. Okay, now, kapag ka nakakapag-influence ka sa buhay ng iyong anak, o sa buhay ng iyong dini-disciple, you are positioning yourself to instill values on him na kanyang tataglayin at magiging part ng kanyang identity habang siya'y nabubuhay. Mga magulang, hindi sa lahat ng panahon nasa piling tayo ng ating mga anak. Hindi rin naman natin pwedeng kontrolin yung kanilang mga aksyon, but pwede tayong magamit ng Diyos para turuan sila na gumawa ng mga tamang desisyon, na sila ay maturuan natin kung paano mabuhay at magdesisyon ng tama sa kanilang buhay. Dito po ay makikita natin sa 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6-7, ang inimpart ni Paul kay Timothy. For this reason, I remind you to fan into the flame the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. Ano po ang ini-instill dito ni Paul kay Timothy? It's actually confidence on the grace of God. Sinasabi niya, Timothy, tinawag ka ng Panginoon. Meron kang regalo sa Diyos. Pag-alabin mo ito. Let us teach our children to be confident on the way they do things because they have the talent, they have the ability, they have the giftings from God. For God gave us a spirit not of fear but of power and love and self-control. Tinuturuan niya ng divine confidence si Timothy. Timothy, ang pagtitiwala mo hindi sa iyong sariling lakas, hindi sa iyong sariling magagawa. Ang pagtitiwala mo ay nasa Diyos dahil ikaw ay kanyang biniyayaan ng regalo para magamit mo for your ministry. So sinasabi niya rito, ikaw ay tinawag ng Panginoon. Ikaw ay may tinawag na regalo. Magtiwala ka sa pagkakatawag mo. 
At importante yun na sabihin ni Pablo, remember 2 Timothy na ito, nakakulong po si Paul. At alam niya, sa kanyang puso, parang malabo na na siya'y lumaya pa. At yun nga ho ang nangyari, katunayan, ay nahatulan na ho siya ng death sentence. Hindi na ho siya nakalabas. So, sinasabi niya, dinadownload niya kay Timothy yung pinaka-importanting bagay na dapat niyang matandaan. Chapter 4, verse 1, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by His appearing and His kingdom, preach the word. Sabi niyo, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. Nung sinasabi niyang, I charge you, mga kapatid, binibigyan niya na yung responsibility kay Timothy. At dapat ito yung tandaan mo, preach the word, preach the gospel. Be ready in season and out of season. Whether ready ka o hindi, ang mga tao ready o hindi, ipangaral mo ang magandang balita ng kaligtasan. So verse 5 ang sabi ron, As for you, always be sober-minded, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. Now, dahil si Timothy ay tinawag para magpastor, sabi niya, fulfill your ministry. Napakalaga po sa mga anak natin, maturuan na natin silang sinatawag na responsibilidad. The ability to take responsibility is a mark of spiritual maturity. Kapag ayaw kumako ng responsibilidad, ibig sabihin, hindi pa yan sanay, hindi pa yan, wala pa yung sign o yung marka ng spiritual maturity. When I say responsibility, it's just, it's more than taking a work. Kapag ang isang tao ay nagkamali, inangkin niya yung kanyang pagkakamali at willing siyang mag-suffer doon sa consequences ng kanyang pagkakamali, that man also is a responsible man. Amen. Hindi yung inako yung trabaho, nagkapalpak ng trabaho, naghahanap ng maituturo o kaya tatakbo sa consequences ng kanyang ginawa. Yon irresponsible ang tawag doon. Mga magulang, turuan natin maging responsable ang ating mga anak. Time will come that they will have their first ministry and their first ministry is their family. Kung yan ay nag-asawa na irresponsable, may asawa na pero nabubuhay pa yan na parang binata o mabubuhay yan na parang dalaga. Why? Dahil hindi natin naturuan ang salitang responsibilidad. Kaya maraming pamilya ngayon, maraming pagsasama ang wasak dahil napakaraming mga taong irresponsable. Nag-asawa, nag-away lang ng minsan, gusto na kagad ay divorce. O kaya nag-asawa, kung anong oras niya gustong umuwi, uuwi siya. Nang hindi niya binibigyan ng regard yung kanyang asawa. Panggising lang ho. Let us teach our children the meaning of responsibility. Si Timothy ay pinagkakatiwalaan ni Paul ng isang responsibilidad. It's a church responsibility. Kaya sabi niya, fulfill your ministry. As if saying, maging faithful ka, gampanan mo, akuin mo yung responsibilidad na iniatang ng Diyos sa iyong balikat. In verse 6, For I am already being poured out as a drink offering and at the time of my departure has come. Si Pablo ho hindi ho lilipad. Buta na ibang bansa. Ang tinutukoy ho niya dyan ay malapit ng... Malapit na ho yung oras niya eh. Nakakulong siya eh. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Every time na babasahin ko po ito, with the understanding of its context and the situation of Paul, hindi ko po maiwasan na may kirot sa aking puso. Kasi inimagine ko, si Paul, alam niya na mawawala na siya eh. At ang sinabi niya, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. 
as if yung baton inililipat niya na kay Timothy, ikaw na magpatuloy. Adyan po kayo. Wala na akong masasarap pa sa buhay ng mga magulang na nagawa nila ng tapat sa kanilang puso, sa harapan ng Diyos at ng tao, ang kanilang responsibilidad sa kanilang mga anak bago sila pumanaw. Adyan po ba kayo? And the best legacy that we can ever leave our children is a spiritual legacy. Our faith in God. Hindi sa lahat ng pagkataon, pag may problema sila, tatakbo sa atin bilang magulang. They should learn how to put their faith in God. Pag may problema silang pinansyal, ang alam nilang gagawin, tatawag lahat, tatawag lagi kay, kay Lord. Amen. Yung maturuan natin, yung mga anak natin ang magtiwala sa Diyos ay isang napakahalagang bagay na maiiwan natin sa kanila. Dahil kahit na wala na tayo sa mundong ibaba kung ang mga anak natin ay nakakilala sa Diyos at marunong manampalataya sa Diyos, nagampala natin yung ating tungkulin sa kanila. Amen. We cannot be there all the time, but Jesus will always be there for them. But teach them how to connect with Jesus. Sabi ni Paul, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Sinasabi niya kay Timothy, do the same thing. Ikaw na magpatuloy at kung papanong natapos ko ang laban, tapusin mo rin ang laban. That is why we as a church, we are committed to raise the next generation. Let us not allow the world to disciple them. If we would like them to be miserable, allow the world to disciple them and impart to them anything. But if we would like our children to reach their best potential, to be God-fearing, to honor God in their lives, our time is today. Be the one to disciple your own children. Isa ng kala nating mga magulang, ang tungkulin lang natin ay provide yung kanilang pera para sa edukasyon, sa pagkain. It's being a parent is more than that. We have our spiritual accountability before the Lord. And because we are committed to the campus, we are committed to young people, that's why we have our campus ministry. Youthfulness is not a hindrance to effectiveness. Ang mga kabatang ito ay ginagamit sila ng Panginoon as young as they are. At makita natin may mga magulang na kahit hindi sila mayaman, they are willing to invest and support the young generation. Lahat po tayo ay may responsibilidad. Lahat tayo ay dapat na umako ng responsibilidad. Maaring, iba sa inyo ay may mga anak kayong kabataan. Keep on praying for them and discipling them. Kung hindi naman ako kayong magulang, start discipling people today. At maging mga magulang kayo sa kanila. You can make a great difference in their lives so that these young people, in return, can also impact their society and create a great difference. And I would like to show you my main point as you go back there. Raising the next generation entails a commitment efforts of parents and the church under God's grace. Parents, leaders, are you willing to be committed in the effort of raising the next generation? Parang wala akong tinanong. Kung kayo po ay may apo, dapat din po kayo sumagot. Are you committed in raising the next generation? The church and parents must join together in their efforts and commitment in raising the next generation. Christ died for all human being. Hindi lang siya nag-inspire, hindi lang siya nag hindi lamang siya nag-impart o hindi lamang siya nag-instill sa atin ng mga magigandang bagay. He gave his life for all of us para mabigyan tayo ng kaligtasan. 
we as parents should imitate what Christ did for us. Let's just bow down ahead. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, we thank you for your goodness, for this opportunity, for the message that we have heard a while ago. Put into our hearts the desire to see the next generation being raised in the fear of God. Can I ask all young people to stand up, please? Young people, lahat po ng mga kabataan. Ako naniniwala na mga kabataan ito ay hindi lang mga pabebe. They will reach their maturity. I would like you to, to know that I started, I was born again at the age of 17. I started preaching the Word of God before the age of 19. You can do better than me. Sa akin, uy, mayamang biyaya lang unang Diyos. Mayamang biyaya ng Diyos. Bulol ako nung bata. Walang naniniwala sa akin. Tahimik ako at di nakikipag-usap sa tao. And yet, by the grace of God, I am where I am. Tinitignan ko kayo, hindi ko tinitignan kung ano yung mga bagay na hindi nyo kaya. Ang tinitignan ko, kung ano yung kayang gawin ng Diyos sa pamamagitan nyo, lalo na sa inaharap. I see great men and women in your eyes. And that's the way I look at you today. Believe yourself. Believe in God because He has planned for you. Can you just lift up your hands? Thank you for these young people, Lord. Thank you, Lord God, because we know that you have plans for them. Maring hindi nila nakikita yung kanilang sarili na somebody special to you. But open the eyes of their understanding and enlighten them, Lord God. The Lord says, For I know the plans I have for you. Plan to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you hope in a future. And he who began a good work in you is faithful to complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. God is beginning a groundwork in your life. Take hold of what God has deposited in your heart, the seed of the gospel. And out of that seed, that seed would grow. And eventually, you will not just be a recipient of the gospel, but you will also be the proclaimer of this gospel. I speak their best potential to come out, Lord God, in their generation. In the name of Jesus, provide them with supporting parents, with supporting friends around them. Enable them, Lord God, to speak faith-filled words. And I speak great destiny upon these people. You have called them for greatness. They are the heads and not the tails. They are destined to proclaim your name around them. Thank you so much, Lord God. Bless them, O God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. We hope you were inspired by that message. Listen to more podcasts from our website at www.victoryalabang.org and in Victory Alabang app. Thank you and stay connected.